Welcome to In the Garden with Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company. And uh, your garden centers in Cary, it's been there for many, many years. How many years? We've been there 23 years. 23 years. So we are recording this first podcast in the month of September. And this uh, is optimum time for uh, cool grasses. So you got cool grasses and you got warm seeded grasses. Explain the difference. Well, cool season grasses are going to be green throughout the year. Um, their, prob- their worst season is going to be in the, in the summertime. They start to thin out and brown out. Um, warm season grasses um, give you a, a lush, you know, green grass from, from May until, say, like October, no, okay. November. So the warm seeded grasses would include Bermudas? Yeah, and- Bermudas, zoysia, um, centipede. Zoysia is probably one of, the, one of the thicker, better warm season grasses anymore it's used used heavily in, in in the raleigh area and those are typically spreading type grasses uh the fescue uh, would be in the cool and uh two types of fescue basically yeah well there's there's a um typically what we recommend is a fescue blend so there's there's lots of different types of fescue seed a lot of times the the blends will change through the year but but that gives you diversity in the in the lawn. You're going to have um, disease resistant. You're going to have drought drought resistant. You may have um, a plant that handles wet better. Um, so as the seasons change and the weather changes, you've got a, you've got a variety of seed in that seed mix that works. Um, sometimes they come with a little bit of bluegrass or hard fescue. Um, bluegrass will tend to burn out in the heat, but it gives it gives the plant a, a lush, full look through the winter time when the grass is still establishing and it's thin. And then it'll get it'll as it burns out, the fescue just kind of takes over. So, folks that are looking at the, their lawn now, they want to do overseeding. Let's talk about that. So, uh, what what do they need to know about? I, I, and I've heard people need to lime their lawn, fertilize their lawn. Uh, how do you approach that? So, the the first thing you want to do in, in August or September is evaluate the lawn. If you've got more than fifty percent weeds, sometimes it's better to to go ahead and um, eliminate everything that's there and kind of start fresh. If you're 50%, um, to, you know, to 100% fescue and it's just thin, you just need to go in and overseed. So you would be, um, you would, you know, at that point you'd be aerating and, and overseeding. Um, if you've got a lot of weeds, you need two to four weeks ahead of schedule to kind of get your weed control down. Something, a product like Weed Out. You would. It's a broadleaf weed control, so you're getting the broadleaf weeds under control, and you need two to four weeks ahead of that to to overseed. Yeah, we, we in North Carolina we're we're just infested with creeping Charlie for some reason. Any reason why it's it's just so aggressive? Yeah, it's a it's a hard to control weed, and you know there's there's a couple weed killers that work better for for those types of weeds, but. Um, that's that's one that um, I actually like the smell of. It's in the mint family, and it reminds me that was my grandparents' lawn was creeping Charlie. <laughs> it's green, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Okay, so uh, you talked about. Uh, let's talk about lime. When, when do you need lime? Um, you need to do a soil test to figure out if you need lime. Um, typically, in North Carolina, um, you need some lime every year to kind of keep the the pH in the right in the right you're going to consistently be get, be getting more acidic all the time so when you have fertilizer and when you have pine needles fall and you have leaf debris or, or grasses breaking down 
your pH is going to be slow, slowly creeping down. So if you add a bag of lime here or there without a soil test, that's probably a good idea. But if if you if you really want to get the most out of your fertilizer, you need to get the pH kind of at that optimal level, um, you know, right around six eight something like that. And so if you if you get a soil sample done, that'll give you a, a real goal to, to shoot towards. And a lot of times a soil sample will show you that you need 12 bags of lime, you know, 600 pounds of lime or, or 24 bags of lime, you know. So it's, it's, it takes a lot of lime to make a little bit of difference in the beginning. And then the curve is about for five years. You kind of peak out at five years and then it comes back down for five years when you apply that much lime. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot to make a make an adjustment. So getting a soil sample is a good idea as for as far as a baseline. And how do you get that done? Um, the state will do them. So you can you can pick up a box um, at one of the you know local garden center, take your soil sample, take it from several different areas in the lawn, take a fairly deep sample, and send it in to the extension service or NC State. And how long does it take to get back to the homeowner? It depends on the season, um, but two to two to six weeks. All right. So if you haven't done it, should you do it every year? Every couple of years to kind of keep an eye, you know, keep stay on track as far as where that curve is going as far as the pH goes. Okay. So let's say you need a little lime. Um, would you lime and fertilize at the same time? Yeah. You, you don't want to lime and fertilize at the same time because the lime is going to lock up the fertilizer. Oh. Um, it, you're going you're gonna to have – and you, it, it, lime also has a hydrating action, so it's going to dry out the soil. So while you're while you're fertilizing or while you're seeding, it's probably not the ideal time to lime. Well, let's what, talk about aeration. Sure. How important is aeration? Aeration's extremely important. Um, it's as important, I think, as adding organic matter to the soil. Aeration is a physical way of getting air to the into the soil and kind of changing the soil structure. Um, it's a mechanical way of doing it. Um, adding compost um, is more of a, um, a it compost will leach into the into the soil and the humates basically break up the soil and make they make the the clay crumble um so humates or gypsum are two things you can add to the lawn that are more of a permanent aeration solution um if you look at a soil core where you've had organic matter added over the years you'll see black um organic matter or compost or humates leaching through the soil no oh. and that makes the clay crumble and the roots will kind of follow right through those same paths that the humates are, have broken the soil up and the deeper the roots you have the better your fescue is going to do through the summer months okay so uh, if we've taken the weeds out and we get the soil test we know everything's fine uh and we've aerated are we ready to plant is there anything else we have to do no there's not a whole lot whole lot else you need to do and and having the pH right is not really a, a necessity. You can get seed to germinate, so I always you know get the soil test done. You know, but you don't have to wait on on a soil test, or you don't have to wait on the pH. There's a short window for for seeding fescue, and it's it's once a year, and you basically have the month of September and the month of October. And by by the first of November, the temperatures start to get too cold to actually get seed to germinate. So you always want to get in there as early as you can that gives you the opportunity to come back and overseed if you've got thin areas okay so it's planted now you're going to water so do people water incorrectly yeah they do with seed seeds one of the one times that i say put a sprayer on or put a sprinkler out and you want to spritz that lawn as often as you can if you could water it three times a day that's ideal 
Um, one of the things that we recommend doing is put is aerating, and if you're not going to aerate, at least add compost to the seed. Mm-hmm. So put put the seed down. If you can aerate, the ideal scenario is you aerate, you put down starter fertilizer, you put down your seed, and then you come back with with a compost over top of it. And so the compost gives you good seed to soil contact, and it holds the moisture to the seed. So it'll it'll help you with the periods of time between you know early morning you spritz that lawn with the with the sprayer, you know you've gotten the the more you gotten the soil moisture excessive before you know at the, the first few waterings, but you spritz it just to keep that seed evenly moist, and then you go to work. You come back in the afternoon, you can hit it again. Yeah, do you recommend after you seed to to, to put the straw down? Um, because uh, sometimes I think it it does encourage a little bit more weed growth. Seed comes with weeds, and and that's one of the things that that I always recommend is buying a local blend that's been tested by somebody like NC State, or you, you want to buy local blend, and you want to buy something that's White Corals does a, a great job in our area. Shady Nook Confederate. I mean, some of the some of the um, blends that they do are. are superior those blends will change year to year based on the the availability of seed Um, but it's a good blend of seed that was tested for our area but buying a bag of seed with the least amount of weed content in it and then if you don't have to use straw straw comes with more weeds yeah and they're and they're farm weeds a lot of times so you'll you'll introduce things that you, you haven't seen before and then the straw itself whatever seed is left in the straw you'll end up with some straw in your law in your in your yard so comes you know late fall or early spring you've got straw coming up and it's I didn't know, plant six, that <laughs> six you know six inches to a foot before you you know at, after a mowing it, wow. it jumps up pretty quick so that's why we recommend compost you can come back through and do the basically get the same thing with compost you so put, it sort of weighs it down yep the seeds yep. weighs it down and holds the moisture to the seed all right so so how long does it take to germinate let's say you're putting it in the the middle part of september sometimes as early as a week um a week to fourteen days, basically, and and the key is to keep that so- the seed moist the entire time that it's germinating. Once it's up and it's consistently germinated, you start backing off the water. Ideally, lawn and landscape needs to be watered once a week. Mm-hmm. You need about an inch of water a week. Yeah, one thing we didn't cover is uh, uh, mowing the lawn low to to start with. Do sure. you recommend that? Yep. So when would you do the first mowing? Would you would you do it at all uh, in, in the in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. Um, fescue is a is is going to do most of its active growing in the fall. That's when it looks gor- gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> so the key to key to establishing fescue is is a program we call sod. Um, you want to fertilize in September, October, and December. So so you you start with a starter fertilizer and and um, seed in September. Um, that's a you're gonna you're gonna be doing a, something that's a little lower in nitrogen, a little higher in phosphate and potassium. A high yield does a great starter fertilizer, and then when a seed germinates, it's got one to two blades. So you've got this you've got basically hair transplant looking um, mm. stuff coming pretty out thin of, yeah, yeah pretty thin coming out of the ground. The idea is to get one fescue plant that's four to six inches across that has a hundred blades. So. You're, ideally, you don't want to seed extremely heavy where the seeds are crowding themselves out or starving themselves out. But the, so, the way the sod program works is you're pushing that fescue in its optimal season. You're, you know, you're getting it going at the at the very beginning of the cool season, 
you get the starter fertilizer on it, you get the roots established, and now you're pushing nitrogen to it in October and in October and December. And then the pre-emergence in the winter time uh, in February. Yeah. So so once you have that, the grass, your ideally your grass needs to be green all winter long. You want it, You don't want to see it fading to yellow or slowing down because if it doesn't establish a three to four inch plant by summertime it's not going to make it through the summertime so you want to push it as hard as you can um, all winter long with with winterizer fertilizer something high in nitrogen and then early spring in that february 15th to march 15th time frame you're doing another application of fertilizer with a pre-emergence and that kind of wakes the grass up and gets it gets it moving in the spring um, because again, you're trying to establish, you're trying to move from two blades of grass to 25 blades of grass by June 1st. Mm-hmm. And w- one thing I, I think a lot of homeowners don't realize is fescue should be two to three inches, and sometimes you see people cutting it too short. Yeah, absolutely. So the so the roots are going to be as deep as the plant is high. So you want to maintain at least you know or or deeper, but you want to maintain it kind of in the in the two and a half, three and a half inch inch range. That's an ideal height. All right. Well, hopefully we've given you in this podcast some information on how to have a healthy green fescue lawn all year long. Uh, this is In the Garden with uh, Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company. And, uh, of course, you can get this uh, podcast uh, and more podcast at WPTF.com. Garden Supply Company is at 1421 Old Apex Road in Cary. you got all kinds of People that are experts like yourself to help uh, folks. Uh, the number is 919-460-7747. Open 9 to 6 Monday through Friday. Saturdays, 8 to 6 Sundays, 11 to 5. And uh, Keith, if any, anyone had a question about uh, fescue lawns or cool season grasses, uh, can you give out an email so they can contact you? Yeah, so con- you can contact us at info at gardensupplyco.com. You can also bring in samples of weeds or samples of plants or insect problems. We always ask to put it in a bag, seal it up, um, <laughs> not bring it in, waving it in your arm. But um, we've got um, lots of people that can ID stuff for you, kind of give you the right product for controlling it, um, that understand the life cycle of an insect and of a weed. Thank you for listening to In the Garden with Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company in Cary.